0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Joking Dolphin Gaming Pod. I'm Mark, and as always, joined by Matthew, hello, and Nathan. Hello, hello, hello. Have you fallen down a well?
1: <laughs> I wanted to go for that effect.
0: <laughs> right. How are you feeling, anyway? Good. Delicate.
1: Delicate. <laughs> my mouth is dry, but my head is fine. So about as good as I could could be expected. So yeah. After about 14 cocktails
0: and two rows of shots. So. Nice. All right, let's move on to the news then. The news. Uh, shall we get the bad news out of the way again?
1: Yeah, go on, let's uh, start
0: with the bad. So we're going to have to return to the Activision Blizzard stuff. We're not going to harp on about it for too long because it's just awful, but there's been a few developments. So, President J. Allen Brack has now left the company, and he was known to have enabled all this culture that existed there. Uh, the head of the the head of the HR department has also gone. Diablo 4 director Luis Barriga, lead designer Jess McCree, and World of Warcraft designer Jonathan LeCraft have also left. Uh, no apologies or anything from any of them, I don't think. Uh, so they've just been quietly shoved out the back door. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is damage limitation on Blizzard's part, isn't it? Yeah,
1: definitely. <laughs> I mean, it's it, the cleaning house, aren't they? Uh, I mean, I think they had this had to happen for them to change their image to get these people out that had enabled the situation to happen. I mean, definitely the HR person, because yeah. if you're letting this happen within yeah, the company, you can't be hard. doing a very good job.
0: No. Yeah, but the CEO, Bobby Kotick, is still there. And this is the guy who got, like, the, um, the massive payout. Mm. Oh, of just,
2: course like, he'll still be there.
0: So, there's still many bad apples still there. This is. There's still a lot more there, I imagine. Um, but Blizzard also hired a law firm to investigate all this, but it's been criticised as the company they hired has been known for breaking up unions. So, right. okay. so And it's been previously hired by the likes of Amazon. <laughs> well, um, say so, no more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> so workers almost, of, yeah. So, workers, of course, have been rejecting this. Blizzard have also been losing sponsors for Overwatch and Call of Duty League. Including T-Mobile, Starform, Kellogg's, and Coca-Cola. And then do you remember Fran Towsend? Mm-hmm. The, uh, mm Mhm. Uh, she's still there, but she's actually doubled down on her opinion. And she shared an article on Twitter about the problem of whistleblowing, which of course infuriated many Blizz staff.
2: Oh yeah, I saw that. Like...
0: And then she responded by blocking them whenever they said anything about it. And uh, now she apparently she's now deleted her account on Twitter. So. Good. Yep, convinced that. But the problems don't end there Blizzard have now been hit by a second lawsuit This time This time from its investors So the class action lawsuit claims the company Purposely misled investors with false statements And basically what this is covering is The fact that Blizzard didn't disclose That they were under investigation By the DFEH For two years In regards to the first lawsuit To the investors therefore it had potential to affect the value of the company Negatively So it was bad on the investors, basically. Mm -hmm. Stock prices of Blizzard took a nosedive. Of course they did. And this second lawsuit has been made through the Rosen Law Firm, which I don't know if you might know, but this is also the same law firm that led the investor lawsuit against CD Projekt Red. Ah. Oh, wow. In regards to cyberpunk. Uh, It's all kicking off. But, yeah. More will probably happen in the coming weeks, months.
1: Yeah,
0: oh, I'm sure. I think that's the main stuff that's happened since the last pod. But clean. Out, I mean, taking.
1: I mean, taking all the emotion and everything out of it now might be a pretty decent time to buy some shares.
0: <laughs> um, now,
1: now they're now they're at a low. Will this happening.
0: Nathan always looking for because the dollar, 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 you know, dollar bill. Y'all. Yeah.
1: The the second that the new Call of Duty comes out, people <laughs> are going to buy it.
0: Share price goes back up. Happy days, dollar dollar. Well, now you've mentioned it. It's been some leaks about Call of Duty under.
2: Uh, yeah, so um, basically the I think it was the latest uh, patch update that came out to Cold War. Some some dare miners got hold of it and found a couple of artwork assets that uh, pretty much confirmed the next Call of Duty. Um, so it is confirmed to be known as Call of Duty Vanguard. Um, it does look as though it's set uh, back in World War Two um, during the sort of Pacific times—not times, but area—I should probably say—not
0: the Pacific <laughs> campaign.
2: Yeah, Pacific yeah. campaign, basically. Uh, I think there's a number of um, images that pertain to different editions uh, of the game. So I think there's like obviously you've got your standard edition that seem to um, feature four prominent soldiers that look to be potentially the main operators maybe for my player or maybe in the campaign um, we've yet to see. Uh, there is a cross-gen bundle um, that was shown off. There's the ultimate edition. Um, and then there was a potentially sort of like a, a pre-order bonus image showing there's a couple of stuff that you could get if you pre-ordered, I think, which was like a couple of um, operators, um, a couple of weapons, some XP bonuses and whatnot. And the best that Activision and Sledgehammer could do on twi- uh, Twitter was to do the, I suppose the Microsoft thing of kind of confirming that there were leaks and making fun of it, uh, which is quite funny. Um, so I think like um, the Call of Duty one put out um, potentially quite like a, a few snippets, uh, a few seconds of a a cutscene, maybe in the game potentially but then like it's like it rises over this roof and then like in the in this in the um sunset sky there's just like leaks hacks leaks hacks leaks hacks all all over the all over the sky which is quite funny and then i think sledgehammer did something similar where there's that that meme of um the guy who's next to the water tank that's that's like leaking and he's got like the tape to put over it and stuff then, like when he slaps the tape, the war just like shoots out of his hand. So it's like they couldn't. They're basically saying they couldn't stop the leaks, basically, <laughs> which is quite funny. You know, it's 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 funny to see that the the having fun that the leaks came out and not being too serious about what came out. Mm. Um, I think as well. I'm not quite sure why I read this. I've, I've wrote this down. Um, there was some a, a few information about what's actually going to be in the game. So like. There's going to be a campaign, which, which is always good you know, for Call Jury. Call Jury do, do fairly solid campaigns, some not as fun, some fun. Um, There's obviously going to be multiplayer. Why would there not be multiplayer?
0: Um,
2: I'm shocked. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's going to have its own zombies mode. Imagine if there's
0: no multiplayer. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, that's it. It's just campaign. Um, it's going to have a Zombies mode, which I've read somewhere is actually being handled by Treyarch. Um, hmm. So whether that means there's a continuation of the story they're telling from Cold War, or is this is going to be a brand-new Zombies thing, I'm not sure. But I think it's a good move to give Zombies just to Treyarch because they know what they're doing with their modes. They're pretty much the grandfather of the Zombies mode, so they, they know what makes makes a good Zombies mode. Um, And then they're going to have... I don't know if this is on launch or sometime afterwards, but uh, Warzone will come with a brand new map based on um, Vanguard. So um, from what I've seen so far, it's going to be based in the the Pacific, and the actual map, it will be larger than Van Dersk, I think is it called, the current Warzone map, I think. But, I mean, if this takes... Warzone, or we're kind of back to basics, but with a World War II scene, I'd probably a lot more interested actually playing it than
3: hmm.
2: what we have currently. Um, which is, well, right now, just a massive combination of um, Modern Warfare and Cold War. And
0: there'll be rumours that there's going to be 24 maps as well.
2: I heard that as well on launch. There's going to be 24
0: maps. That's a lot. I'd be surprised if it launched with that amount. Hmm. Um, That's very un Call of Duty like.
2: Well, it depends on how uh, how the maps are split between different modes as well. Ah,
0: well, Some
2: clear. some modes have exclusive maps. Them so like if it's like a two v two or three v three map, you're probably not going to see that on a six v six map.
0: Do we know if walls return?
2: I heard something about that. So hoping so. I heard heard it might be, from what the Little Dice read of it, it said there might be a combination of uh, a game mod that's called Combined Arms, which I think is in Cold War, which was like a a 16v16 sort of thing. Hmm. And something else, I think think like um, Modern Warfare's equivalent of it, which was like the... Oh, what did it call the the battle mode? It wasn't called War, but it was, like, basically, it was, like, a 32v32 thing on a large map. Not on the scale of, like, obviously Warzone, but a fairly large map. But I just wanted the old old school War of, like, just give me objectives to do and get rid of killstreaks. Yeah. Just make it pure yeah. gunplay. Because that's what I loved on in, in World War 2. I know it, it doesn't probably get as much love as some other call juice but it's definitely like my favorite. Spy, my
0: favorite, yeah. my favorite it's by easily my favourite call juice. Yeah. It's the only one where I've proper got into it. Yeah. um
2: League. I'd probably say Black Ops 2 is still my favourite, but War was certainly like definitely out of all the all the game modes that have been introduced in Call Juice certainly has been easily my favourite one. Just because it, it it feels less like random chance about people winning or if like you know if one side dominates they really dominate because they start getting all the kill streaks and then you barely can spawn without like some sort of ac-130 shooting you down whereas like in war you feel like you're still you can still affect the
1: um well that's it because you can like stall have an and then you can like try and fight back and well that's get, it get ground
2: I just like those like last minute moments of like if like a bomb's about to go off and you get there like last minute and defuse it and then you win the game for your team like yes, this is brilliant and all that stuff. So
1: fingers crossed is something like that again, but on a large scale. I, I enjoy mean, like the, the more period ones that are like probably mid twentieth century than than the more recent ones, like modern yeah. day slash advanced, because for me, there's just like too many mechanics in there that could be exploited.
0: Yeah. Wall jumping, sliding.
1: Yeah, like I, I can see that. Um,
2: I still liked Black Ops Three. I think it was the better of the futuristic ones, but
0: I can see what you mean. Um, I think it's because he just takes it back to basics and it's just about the gunplay mode. Yeah, yeah. That's
2: something. that's something I like about Call of Duty. It's, it's, it's Call of Duty is the best when it's all about the gunplay, than anything else. Um, but just to add to that. Uh, it was also reported that uh, Vanguard might have its official reveal on the 19th of August. Mm. So not very long to go, if that is correct. I would have thought it should be there thereabouts, because Call of Duty is normally revealed around E3 time, aren't they? So it's, it's, been, it's been a while since we've actually heard anything on the next Call of Duty. They've actually allowed cold water kind of breathe a little bit without having to already have another cold duty breathing down its neck. Mm. So yeah. Um I suppose some more positive news just to add a little bit more to this just try and finish it off. Um Raven Software tweeted out that they had managed to ban another fifty thousand accounts recently from Warzone um and it was also revealed that a new anti-cheat system might be in place by the time the next call of duty comes out because a lot of people complain about how easy it is for cheaters to uh to play on warzone and i've i've been in a couple of games with when you can clearly see someone's got some sort of wall hack aimbot hack headshot every hit it's ridiculous um, so this is good news for everyone who keeps on monging about <laughs> hackers being in Warzone
1: Fingers crossed it makes it a better game for everybody because that's the worst thing when you're just trying to jump on have fun and you just get auto-head shotted because uh, if, you, if you're playing it just as like the Battle Royale then it'll, t- it'll, t- it'll take you a little while to get back into a game so it's annoying
0: if that happens I don't, I don't need cheats to show me I'm terrible so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Has anybody heard about the GTA remaster rumors that are circling? Yes. <laughs> now this is if this if this happens, I mean there's there's a few people who have come out and talked about this. Um it, it seems like everybody bar Rockstar has come out and said it. And until they come out and say it's happening, I'm,
0: I'm yeah. still
1: gonna be skeptical. Yeah. But um apparently um we're going to get remasters of gta3 vice city and san andreas which well san mm. andreas is personally one of my favorites
0: in but, one package uh, in vice one city. Package. vice city is my favorite, mm. vice
1: my favorite. So. yeah so i'm i'm really excited for this um so from what i've um from what i've read it's actually in the final stages of development so we could begin mm. it between september and november this year um mm. It's going to be for, well, uh, not every platform, but it's going to be available for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series S and X, the Switch, PC, Stadia, and our favourite platform, mobile phones. This This is the bit that worries me. Yeah, well, they have said that they are going to keep it fairly true to the PS2 versions. So I don't expect it to be like... GTA five level graphics.
0: Oh no, I'm not expecting that. But if it's still on mobile devices, then that still has me a bit worried. Because it happened for the, the
1: console version.
0: Because the previous ones. Because they, they already came out for mobiles, didn't they?
1: Yeah. And they weren't yeah. fantastic, those ports, yeah. I've
0: got to say. But apparently it's been developed in the Unreal Engine. Mm. That's and interesting. Will be a mix of old and new graphics. Whatever that means. Uh, it'll also be a digital-only release.
1: Yeah, that that's one thing that I were a bit, well, a bit annoyed about because I I personally like to have something physical. <laughs> mm, so, <maybe>. but hopefully, <laughs> but hopefully there'll be um, like maybe a collector's edition that they come out with at some point. Um, and I mean, yeah, you can take my money if yeah. um, if it is physical for that.
0: Well, apparently, originally it was going to be planned to be a pre-order bonus for the upcoming GTA Five current gen upgrade. Mm. Cool. Yeah,
1: because um, that's going to be coming out You've in November.
0: That but, money. So. Yeah. Apparently that's no longer the case. They're not doing that. Because they'll probably get more money by selling it separately.
2: Don't yeah, money.
0: Rockstar <laughs> released some figures, I don't know if you heard about this. So apparently, um, oh, sorry, uh, Take-Two released some numbers. Mm. So apparently the GTA series has now sold over 350 million units. That's quite a lot. Mm. And GTA 5 has sold over 150 million units and has reached 1 billion in retail sales faster than any entertainment release in history. The best-selling game of the decade in the US. uh, Yeah, unsurprising there.
1: Well, in the next few months, it's going to be on three different generations, so of course it's going to be (laughs) the best-selling thing. (laughs) <laughs> well
0: pretty much ever
2: ever since it originally came out it's always been in like the top 10 sales pretty much every week it's like who is still buying gta5 yeah, at this like, point
0: yeah. surely everyone's got it now it's like, like
2: are they are they are they counting is it just gta5 or they counting like all the shark cards they're getting bought like what's
0: <laughs> well, what's a happening one, that's the point yeah well, well no.
1: you you can get like the um, premium version for about sixteen quid, and you get so much money with that as well. So it might be people just re yeah, that
2: Yeah, yeah. Was the was it the like the the crime enterprise kind of edition or something mm, like that? Yeah, because you you got that, and then you got the um, like a free the free
1: tower thing to build your criminal business up. So yeah, I mean, I've got it four times. I've got it for the three sixty PS3, times. and twice on the PS4. <laughs> uh, how many times I? Yeah,
2: uh, I, got it, I got it on? Oh, what have I got it on? I got it on the f- 360, I think. Okay, I originally got it on the 360. Then I got it on PS4. Then I got it on PC. Then I got it on Xbox One. Then I bought the Criminal yeah. Edition <laughs> for the PS4. Because so I, se- I, think- I had separate accounts. Like my my account that I use the most on the 360. I switched over to PC, and so I had to make a new one on, on the PS4. <laughs>
0: Uh, I bought <laughs> PS3 and twice on the PS4, one physical, then one digital.
2: I'd get a digital one. I started getting annoyed having to get up and put the disc in. Yeah,
0: because <laughs> yeah. it's just one of those games you always keep going back to. Yeah, yeah those so are the well, games well, I well, want to
2: keep
1: digital. digital. And then we'll have it on the PS5. Mm. yeah because it's going to be getting the
0: um at what price that's what the
1: graphical at. upgrade so it's going to be 4k with 60 fps well That'd be so, nice. it's not going to be a free upgrade that was just free was it no we're we making gt online free. yeah gt online's going to be free that's all I want. Uh,
2: at this point i'll not want to play the campaign <laughs> For
1: I, 30... wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind playing it again it's a good campaign i think it's solid it's fun it's good but i've already played through it twice
0: though
2: I think we we did the same, didn't we, Mark? When it first came out, we played it originally, and then when it came out again for next gen, I played it all in just first person.
0: Yeah, I did. The only time I did it was in a helicopter, because I was awful in helicopters first person.
2: Yeah, it's it's not so good. Helicopters or planes
0: is a bit tricky. I still do do the planes, but helicopters I just couldn't do. (laughs) Because you've got no spatial awareness. That's the problem. So you're just hitting things. (laughs) Constantly falling into pylons and that kind of thing.
1: If you do first person with VR, that'd be pretty interesting. Not gonna try that.
0: I'll throw up. I
1: would say I'd probably
2: there at some point if, it, like, going to a plane and just did like a nose dive.
0: <laughs> well, speaking of VR, have you heard about the news? Well, the apparent specs of the PSVR2.
1: We have specs now.
0: Apparently, so it's been referred to as the NGVR by Sony, which is means next gen VR, mm-hmm. not PSVR2. Uh, oh. It will use Fresnel OLED screens with 2000 by 2040 resolution per eye.
3: Uh,
0: A 4K HDR display. Uh, The field of view is 110 degrees. Use flexible scaling resolution in addition to foveated rendering, which is used in conjunction with eye tracking, both which aims to scale resolution based upon the user's concentrated view and reduces the strains on PS5 resources. Words mean things. Uh, Haptics are planned for the headset for the headset itself to reduce motion sickness and improve Mm. immersion.
2: Oh, that was good. Uh,
0: The new controllers will be packaged with the NGVR headset at launch. Uh, The controllers will include capacitive touch sensors, which are analog-based and can track distance between your fingers and thumb. This is in in addition to haptics and adaptive triggers, which have already been announced. Uh, Sony wants to move away from VR experiences and concentrate on AAA games with an aim to make hybrid games that's playable in both flat screen and VR. When those titles launch, you can even select which version you want to download. Hmm. Uh, nothing's been mentioned about backwards compatibility uh, for PSVR 1 uh, games, but there is a push to remaster some PSVR 1 games, apparently. And launch plans will apparently be revealed in early 2022.
2: Save some pennies for those. Mm. I'm really looking forward to
0: it. That The, the backwards compatibility bit, that's that's what I want them. Normally that's mm-hmm. not a big thing for me, backwards compatibility. But when it comes to the VR headset, I do want that because I bought a lot of VR games that I haven't played.
1: Yeah. 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 I don't think we've played bridge crew yet, have we? Star Trek.
0: No, no, we haven't. No. But I've put my the headset away now. I don't mm. tidy all cables away and all that. So I'm probably not gonna go back on it.
2: Um, my brother's got mine now. <laughs> he
1: borrowed mine.
0: So I've, unless I'm going to have to pull that back out to play my VR games again. But
1: Yeah, to be honest, like, sometimes I think, oh, I'm going to get the VR out today. And then I think about the hassle that it's going to take to actually get yeah. it set up.
3: I'll and say, it's like, yeah.
0: uh, I'll just play FIFA again. Unless you, yeah. unless you buy a dedicated PS4 or PS5 or something, and then just, just have it specifically as your VR machine yeah. constantly set up, then there's no other way, is there? Cause I, oh, it's too much of a fact uh, uh, Stretching out back at TV. Uh, uh. So this is something you, I think you might have touched on in the last pod, Matt. Uh, Xbox announced some revenue. What their what their revenue was? Oh. I, th- I think at that time they didn't. Yeah. I numbers, think, yeah. Yeah. But they have now. Uh, so they've announced that fifteen point three seven billion revenue from six point five million Xbox Series X and S sales. Not bad. No, not too bad. Uh this year's been the most successful financial year for Xbox. Uh the company announced uh revenue of fifteen point three two billion. Uh with thirty two point eight percent growth. Oh, good. Uh, generated two point three billion in revenue from software and memberships. And the company's hardware revenue has increased by ninety two percent since the Xbox Series X and S came out.
2: Well, I don't think many people were buying Xbox ones anymore, were they?
0: So well, yeah, because I did how difficult it was to try and get Series X and S's. No, that's
1: good. Yeah, well, Very they're good. easier than getting the PlayStation variants, but I think also, like, with the Series S version, it's a good, like, entry-level console for people yeah. as well. Mm, yeah, good little Fortnite machine. Yeah. So, um, has anybody heard about Sony um, purchasing Crunchyroll? So, the, the anime streaming platform. Um, so, yeah. They, I know Mark do not care. Yeah. Austin cares, though. Um, anyway. Is it gaming? Is it gaming? Um, no. But it's a gaming company that's purchased it. And it could go into PS Plus. So, I'm excited about it. Um, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, Sony have purchased Crunchyroll for... $1.175 billion. I
3: think um, it's
1: worth that much. I know, it's, it does seem like quite a bit of money. They did put a bid in previously um, of $850 million, and that got rebuttled and then yeah. they came back with this bid and um, it's it's gone through. So, um, Sony's plan seems to be to add this to PS Plus at some point. Um, whether that will up the PS Plus fee, I don't know, but I wouldn't mind paying a little bit more to give me premium access to (laughs) Crunchyroll. Because I don't care. Well, maybe they'll have a a package, like a normal package for people that don't really care about that, and then the premium country country roll. Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll. (laughs) (laughs) Podcast name there. (laughs) Um, The premium, like, Crunchyroll option to bundle it all together so you can watch anime, without getting ads every six seconds. Um, So in this acquisition, uh, Sony now has access to over 120 million plus registered users on Crunchyroll. So what they will do with that information remains to be seen. So... Probably get hacked. Data leak, yeah. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) But yeah, I I think that's quite good. Um, What do you reckon, Matt? You think it's a
2: good thing? Uh, hmm. I suppose it's a good thing for PlayStation users who regularly watch the uh the animes of uh of this world but um I do I do I, I do worry a little bit because they they already had um Funimation which mm. obviously they've got their own kind Studio. of studio and anime service that they've got as well so kind of combining both means there's kind You've of got no the market Then,
1: haven't yeah they? yeah
2: slight worry but um i've already got a crunchy roll account because i love my enemies so um if this helps reduce costs or if if i can somehow combine them and, and get a cost cut off somewhere that'll be that'll be nice for me <laughs> Does anyone know about Namco Fun Scope? No. No. So, it, well, it is currently the uh, London's biggest arcade centre, uh, which I didn't know about. Uh, I didn't know about. It. But unfortunately, um, after 25 years, it's it's been forced
0: to close down. Oh, so it's been there for 25 years and we're not known about it. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, it's not been like...
1: marketed that well. Yeah. I'd have thought we'd have known about this. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, it's 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 a bit sad whenever whenever you hear like an arcade seems to close down because then you start missing all those old places that you used to go back in the old day. Although uh, from from what I actually read about it, it was it was forced to close down due to um, a redevelopment of the site that they were situated, in and not due to any sort of financial reasons. So it could very well be that it comes back in some form hmm. somewhere else. Um,
0: Sheffield. <laughs> yeah, that's it.
1: Sheffield. Sheffield now, is the hub gaming, of gaming in the hot, UK. Hot spot yeah. of the UK, yeah. I'm just looking at some pictures of it. It had like bumper cars and stuff. It looks great.
2: Yeah, no, it was it was a big place. Apparently, had over a hundred uh, arcade cabinets. There was like bowling, or, um, bumper cars, like you said. They had all sorts. Um, but. Unfortunately, after twenty-five years, it had to close down. But hopefully, we can see it somewhere else. It sounds like it's at least not
1: for financial reasons. It's had to move. No. Mm. So. yeah. So there seems to be a few like Namco Funscape. So there's one in Manchester, Gateshead, Norwich. Ooh. So there's a, a Plan, few plans, plans, travel plans. That's it. Let's <laughs> we'll have, have a pilgrimage.
2: pilgrimage. Yeah. Pilgrimage, yeah. <laughs> Moving on from there, uh, just a couple of quick couple of news that I've got. So um, Nintendo announced there's going to be a new Pokemon Presents coming. Uh, It's going to be happening next Wednesday, uh, 18th of August. Um, And it looks as though it's going to be focusing on the Sinnoh set of games that are coming out. So that's Brilliant Diamond, uh, Shine Pearl, and then well, early next year uh, Pokémon Legends, Arceus. Arceus, Arceus. Never knows how they're all pronounced. I just know they exist. <laughs> so, um, is there anything we'd, we'd like to want to see out of those?
1: Um, I want to see some more Arceus gameplay because the last trailer we got was clunky and horrible. So
2: yeah, it, it was very um, two frames per second.
1: Yeah, that was it. Just I don't, I can't remember, actually, funnily enough you've said like I know all the names. I can't remember what that bell Pokemon was called that was like floating up and down, but it was like it was like boop 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 just go in and it was it looked awful. Yeah. But yeah, I'd like to see more about that because it does seem quite interesting because uh it's set in a different time period and it's kind of um, a mix of some of the older generations that you get to pick of us. For the starter, so I think that's quite interesting as well. Um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to um, the diamond and pearl remakes as well. I'll definitely be buying both of those when uh, when they come out. I think you've already pre ordered them, haven't you? Um, Matt,
2: me no, I don't know.
1: About. <laughs> you don't even like the Pokemon games, yes. Yeah.
2: What are the Pokemons? Yes, I do have a pre order. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it'd be nice to see a little bit more um, Arceus and. See, see what it what's involved in it. was what the game's all about. we it been like a, a proper open world Pokémon game? Um, certainly looking forward to it. And like I said as well, for the remix, see what if there's anything new that they're gonna do with the remix, or even just just more of it. Um, I I still think graphically it looks um, very appealing, like that cute um, Chibi style that it's, yeah. it's kind of kept from the from the, the originals. So. Yeah. Yeah, we'll wait to see on that one. Uh, last piece of news, um, I'm, and I'm sure I'm going to butcher his name, because I've seen it written down loads of times, and I'm like, I don't know how to say it. Uh, is it Idris? Idris Elba?
0: Yeah. Yes, Idris Elba, yeah. Idris uh, Elba. I don't know what you're going to
2: say now. <laughs> but Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. Idris Elba, uh, who obviously is currently playing uh, Bloodshot in the Suicide Squad film. Uh decided to release a bit of a bit of a little little teaser on on Twitter uh recently. Uh potentially revealing that he's gonna be voice acting um Knuckles the Echidna in the in the Sonic the Hedgehog sequel. Um which is well, currently is scheduled to come out on the eighth of April, twenty twenty two still. Um I think it's fair to say he might have sent the internet a bit of a craze over over this little piece of news, maybe. Um, or at least from what I saw, anyway, because I had loads of gaming sites and there was loads of comments about how either, one, this is going to ruin his career, or two, at least it's a step up from the Sky adverts. So, <laughs> but I just think this could be quite, quite a good little piece of casting. I'm just going to
0: say one thing right now: This will not ruin his career. If anything, I mean, this will yeah. make it better.
2: I mean, is not a he's, well, isn't a gaming movie. Like, loads of people are going
0: to love that. I think he's done a fair amount of great stuff that he's allowed to have. Yeah, he's allowed this. to have,
2: like, the, the odds. Like, like curveball. <laughs> um, but yeah. I actually kind of can't wait to see sort of like the, the sort of trailer that they reveal for the, the show for, the next, for this film. See if we can find a Find a minute and see what he's gonna be like as, uh, as Knuckles, but should be interesting. Uh, I think he's still got is it Ben, is it Schwartz, something like that, who voices Sonic. I've probably I've probably absolutely ruined his name like I normally do. Um, Jim Carrey's coming back in for the sequel as Doctor Robotnik. Mm-hmm. Which I, I think he was like the best best part of like that. Film. Oh
1: yeah, definitely. He's
0: still it was the like show, it, was, I think. it was
2: kind of like kind of back to form of like Days Ventura days and stuff. It was kind ben,
0: of nice. Ben Schwartz, you were right.
2: Ben Schwartz, yeah. Um, I know the uh, Tales is also going to be in it, but I think I don't know who they got voice in Tales.
0: Well, I would hope so. Did you by the end of the first one?
2: Yeah. Well, what you yeah. reveal.
0: I'm just not sure. <laughs> yeah,
2: that. yeah, that's it.
1: That's that's
0: where it
2: <laughs> I know, I know the actual um, voice actress for the character in the games voiced voiced him in the cameo they had at the end of the first film, whether she comes back to do the second film, I'm not sure. It would be kind of weird having that like dynamic of you've got the tales from the game but then you've got a separate like Sonic and Knuckles and a Dr. Robotnik.
0: <laughs> but we'll see.
2: Um, I think um, James Marshton as well. Marshton.
0: Yeah. James Marshton.
2: He's coming back, um, along with I don't know what the actress's name was that played his partner. A lot of the names are escaping me. But a lot a lot of the cast that was in the first one are coming back to the second one basically. Well, it was popular, yeah. is not it? So. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, having a big name like Idris can only add a, a, more to this film, so We'll see. We'll see how it goes.
1: Very good.
0: Shall we move on with calling the play?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, go on, Nathan. What, you, what have you been
1: up to? I've been up to. Apart from drinking. Yeah. Apart from that. Um, yeah, I played um, a few games. So um, I played a bit more of Homefront: The Revolution that I spoke about a little bit on the last podcast. Mm. Um, so this is the game where I paid about a fiver and I got this remote control car and art book. And the game um, and it's about uh, an alternate history uh, where north korea is technologically advanced they've taken over america and you are the revolution basically um it's crap um, i started the game i mean the premise sounded really cool like oh this is one that i can really get into but the game is in terms of the way it runs it's clunky the AI for the enemies is ridiculously stupid. Honestly, they, they walk around and you can just sneak up behind them and shoot them. Not, not even sneaking, you can walk behind them. And they're just like looking around like, what's going on? And they just pop, dead. Um, Yeah, so there were, I got I gave it the, well, I put more time than I've liked into this, to be honest. i probably put about three or four hours in when really I should have stopped. Hours before that. Um, So it passed the one-hour test, though? Well, (laughs) technically so. Uh, Because it was the premise of it that grabbed me. I thought, oh, this seems quite interesting. Mm. Um, Because it seemed a little bit like... um, I don't know if you've seen Man in the High Castle on Amazon. Um, But basically, that's an alternate history where Nazi Germany and uh, Japan took over America. Um, And that... I, I just... It reminded me a little bit of that, and I think that's why I gave it so much of a chance. Um, But, yeah, just the gunplay is not very good. Um, I mean, thank goodness that I got the remote control car and art book with it. Otherwise, it would have just been a total bust. (laughs) So have you you had a chance to play it yet, Matt, or have you not even got around to to it yet? I've
2: I've not got anywhere around to it. Um, Yeah. The car's nice. The, the artwork, the, the art book as well, is actually quite nice. I do, mm. I do like stuff like that with the art, where you get to see the art of the game and the ideas that they had behind it and stuff. So um, yeah, but no, so, it sounds
1: well,
2: like I nice sold to, it now,
1: uh, yeah. put it in it. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, if if you want to give it a go, by all means, see what you think. But it's it's just it just wasn't for me. So um, oh, so yeah. Anyway, I, I moved on after that. Um. So, a um, funnily enough, we were talking about Sonic. Um, I started playing some games on the Dreamcast collection on the Xbox 360. Um, so I started playing Sonic Adventure. Um, I've got it for the Dreamcast as well, but I thought, oh, I've got my 360 set up. I'll just pop this in. Mm. Um, and I, I always get stuck at the same point. I got stuck at this point when I was a kid, and I'm, I'm stuck at the same point now. So okay. basically, you, you, <laughs> obviously you play Sonic. Um, And you've got to basically um, stop Robotnik's creature called Chaos from absorbing all the Chaos Emeralds. Uh, And I'm at the point where I'm facing Chaos 4, which is basically is is absorb four of the Emeralds because you and um, Knuckles have a fight. And basically he manages to take advantage of that and take your Emeralds off you that you painstakingly try to get stupid Knuckles. Anyway, um... Stupid Idris (laughs) Elba. Oh, it's not Idris' fault. (laughs) The Knuckles from 1999 was an idiot. Love you, Idris. Love you. Yes, I'm stuck on that bit again. So basically, I've got to, like... I think I've got to, like, bounce on these lily pads uh, and stop um, Kers from getting to me. But for some reason, I just can't master it. And he always seems to get me and kills me. So... um, Mm um um well it just shows that um i've not really progressed from being seven years old to playing this game <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah but I'll, I'll keep trying and um we'll see see how we get on i also uh, in that collection i have played quite a lot of crazy taxis as well i just oh it's it's an absolutely amazing game i just love ferrying people around uh, listening to the comments um some of them I wish I could send debt collectors round to because, honestly, I get them to the destination just as the clock strikes zero, and they don't even pay me. They just jump out and walk into KFC. Absolute <laughs> an idiots. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's a whole those different buckets. thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, Another game I've been playing on the 360. Now, this is one I think we should do as a Hall of Fame because... Yeah,
0: that's hyper is already we
1: go. because I'm I'm loving it so much. I played it. I think I mentioned it before, but I'm actually getting into it. Portal Two. Yes, it's an absolute yes. masterpiece. Yes. Yeah, yep. we've got yes. we've got to of that. <laughs> <Yep>.
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> just just the puzzle elements of it. I don't know why, but it it give it's given me um, Bioshock vibes in terms of the atmosphere. I, I don't know why. Um,
2: I can see it. I can sort of see it, yeah.
1: Just being alone. Well, you're not alone, are you? But just being there, walking through these places, trying to use your... Um, what's the gun called again? The portal gun. The portal gun, okay, <laughs> yep.
3: <laughs> Using the
1: portal gun to try and um, get yourself through different rooms and scenarios. It's just great. It's, it's really relaxing as well, because there's no time limits or anything against you, really. You can just walk around, have a look at what's around you, take everything in, come up with plans. If it doesn't work, then you can try something else. And it's just a, it's just a really nice game.
2: Nice game? You've got GLaDOS that insults you every room you're going. How's, how's that?
1: Relaxed? The <laughs> voice I, is I, nice. Yeah. No, oh, yeah, I, you know. I've... I just love getting trapped like crap, that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> they got Wheatley as well. <sighs> and a game that I bought that I've not played yet, I've not even opened it yet, but I just wanted to mention it. Um I've bought this, Unravel and Unravel 2. Ooh. Um so this is a, a platforming game where you play as like a little um like a knitted creature. Is um Yarny? is that what it's called? Yarni, yeah, that's correct. Yep. Um so it's like a puzzle platforming game and I watched the trailer for it and I thought oh it looks really nice so I thought I'll I'll buy this and I'll give it a go um the second game which you get with this as well oh, it's got co-op yeah. so um just looking forward to getting into that and uh, seeing what it's like because I do love myself a good platformer <laughs> um bar that um just been raging at FIFA um <laughs> crying and wondering why I I play it and yeah. um, <laughs> That's about it. So, um, yeah. Do you want to go through what you've been playing, Mark?
0: Well, I've been off work this past week, and I spent far too much time back on House Flipper. <laughs> I spent a long time on this game, and I don't know why. But I've I've, com- I've completed all the jobs now, so all the jobs you get on your computer, I've done them all. Oh, wow. And I did them all to 100% completion. None That's... of this, none of this, just matching to like, the like the lowest criteria and then That's... exiting. <laughs> yeah. I want all of the buddies. <laughs> so now I've got on to the buying and the selling of the homes, and some of the homes are really quite interesting. I don't know how many you've done. Have you? Have you done many of these? Uh, I've, uh, done a co- I've
2: done a couple. I've only done one.
0: So I bought one that was on a desert island, which is worse than I thought oh. it would be. I thought, I thought I, be. I know be which
2: good. one is, uh, I know which one he's done. Come's house.
0: Really? Okay.
1: That's on there.
2: Yeah, it was the DLC, wasn't it?
0: Who's that? Is that your
1: screenshot? Uh
2: no, you want know. Dragon Ball Z. Oh, there's like
1: a whatever. there's like
2: an like <laughs> April Fools DLC where you could do a um uh, a, a character's house that's in Dragon Ball Z, but it's like an on an island. I'm just
0: okay. looking at this now. It's anyway. great. <laughs> Well there seems to be uh, some of these homes seem to have like something hidden about them. I don't know if you noticed, but in, on this this island one, there's like these orb things that you collect around the island.
1: The dragon uh, balls.
2: Do they have stars on them?
0: No, they have um, tool shapes on them. Ah, oh, right. Uh, they're like, they're right. like orbs, and you put them in the thing when you collect them all, yeah. and then you, you activate this thing once you've collected all the balls, and it just turns it from day to night. That's all it does.
2: No, yeah. it is. It's, it's, it's going to be the Covenant. Is there seven balls?
0: Uh, something like that. I go, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, he summons Shenron.
0: What? <laughs> yeah. All these, oh, I, don't, I, I, don't <laughs> I have no idea in, what you in guys dragon are talking Ball, about, fair enough.
1: In Dragon Ball, basically, you collect these seven orbs and put them nice. together, and then it, it the day turns to night, it summons the dragon, where you can make a wish.
0: Well, I didn't see a dragon, so i oh, sorry to disappoint on that aspect. But yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I saw the house. Because it wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. But then I bought the Hacker Loft. Have you seen the Hacker Loft? The Hacker Loft's no. are great. So it's like you're in the... So it's like you're at the top of a building of like... It's like you're in Blade Runner. You've got these big windows. So you can see all this like city outside. Right. With all the neon lights and all that. So I just turned it into a proper man cave. And I'm just like, I'm keeping this now. I'm not selling this <laughs> this, this, is this is my is house. This house. Because <laughs> you can move your office. like. Oh, really? Yeah. So if you pause it, if you're in a house and you pause it, it just says move office here. Sweet. So I've moved it into this hacker loft. Proper mine cave Now I've done it exactly how I want. I spent about two hours yesterday doing my first two-story house. Did everything. That took oh. so long. But I had to look at some of the, like, the, the more expensive homes. It's like the ones I really want. And there's two that I'm desperate to buy. Um first is one called the Alone Home. And it's the house that's in Home Alone. It's
3: home alone
2: yeah. Oh.
0: yeah. And I look at the images and it is replicating the house. It yeah, really? looks great. But I want to really get that one in time for Christmas. <laughs> because yeah. of course yeah. it's like it's like three hundred it's, it's like three hundred and odd grand. Mm. So I well, yeah, I need to get the house. But the other one, which is I believe is the most expensive house on the game, mm. is this just a house on the moon? So
1: Yeah, seems legit.
0: Why not? Why not? But yeah. So that's that's my aim from now on. But no, really enjoyed that game. But I'm just worried that eventually I'm gonna run out of homes to sell.
1: Yeah. Unless they put more DLC in for you to um to do. I'm gonna say I think
2: there's 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 more there's different DLC and there's like isn't there like a, a garden one.
0: Yeah, garden flipper.
2: Yeah. Garden
0: flipper. I don't know if that gives you homes.
2: Oh, mm. Maybe
0: not. Well, remember, this is the console version and it probably doesn't have the amount of DLC that True. PC has. Mm. But, the other game i played. So, you guys may be aware that i played a game before called Pocket League Story. Mm. From yes. A, from a developer called Kairosoft. Which is like a pokey little uh, football management sim. It's like 60-bit graphics and that kind of thing. So I've just played another one of their games. Which is Mega Mall Story. So if you Mm. haven't guessed, basically what you do is you build your own shopping mall.
3: Mm.
0: I've not played too much of it, but it's I'm enjoying it. So it's like you've just it's kinda like this straight on grid system. And you just Mm. build your shops, you invest in areas around just to try and expand your mall. And then you Mm. try and get regular customers. I found my cafe is really extremely popular for some reason. I don't know why, but that's, that seems to be the most important thing apparently. Just so the best up. all day breakfast in the area. That maybe that's yeah. it. maybe that's it. But yeah, I've still got a long way to go on that. But I, d- I did get into some financial difficulty for quite a bit of time because mm. because bu- I built a um, supermarket on the top floor and it was very expensive. And then I accidentally placed some steps in the wrong place, so the steps actually took you outside <laughs> instead of up onto that floor. <laughs> And I couldn't find a way to delete the steps. And that took me into like 10 grand in debt. <laughs> so I, I just had oh, to hope...
2: There's a supermarket no one can get to.
0: <laughs> and I just had to hope that my other my other shops would pay, pay me back. But eventually I've, I've got my money back and I've built the steps in the right place. And the supermarket's doing fine now. Uh, but oh, yeah, I'm real, yeah, I'm really liking that. Uh, I'm looking forward to playing more of that. And I'd like to play some of the more of their other games as well. I don't. I think I preferred pocket league story though, because mm. I, I think I like the aspect of doing the team. But then you had the match, Yeah. You so know, mm. to then mm. work the way. As opposed to this, it's just like an ongoing, day by day. that people come to the shop and shop. Yeah. And then you just build around it. But no, I do enjoy it. Looking forward to playing more of that.
3: There
2: is. Uh, there is one of those. Uh, it got quite. It got quite. There's a game dev one that they've got.
0: Yes, game dev story. Game dev
2: story. That one's pretty good.
0: Yeah, because there's a Grand Prix story, which I want to play. So obviously you have to like an F1 team. Yeah. Uh, What was the other one? Oh, uh, like cruise ship story or something like that, where you're just running a cruise ship, cruise liner. I'd like to do that one as well. But there's a bunch of other ones. I think there's one for a sushi shop. No, that's what I've been playing. So, Matthew
2: what have i been playing uh not much different from the last time if i'm honest <laughs> uh i'll get my usuals that i suppose uh if i'm on pc uh, and i'll be playing wreckfest because it's fun wrecking other cars um i've played some of
0: that on ps5 actually I to played some. yeah i've dabbled on that it's pretty good for yeah
2: it's fun. It's fun. Um, it fun online. Because, like, so I, I might have mentioned this maybe in the last part. So when me and my, my friend play it, um, there's a couple of um, servers that we, we kind of frequent in now. So it's like um, normally you have to be in a in a rank C car, um, but a lot of people bring, like, rank A cars into it and just, like, pile a lot of armor onto them, which, like, reduces their rank for some reason. Oh. Uh, oh dear. Nathan's got a shiny EV on Pokemon Go. My first one
1: as well. The first one I'm kept... Yeah it's only almost... community days just started.
0: What? Is it every day one of these community days.
1: Community day No Right anyway, sorry. Sorry
0: Matt. Um <laughs>
2: that's fine. So yeah so uh, servers that we f- normally frequent um are uh, YouTube use rank c cars um but there's a couple different ones that we do so there's one that's called semi-clean so you have to race fairly normalish like don't wreck on purpose don't intentionally spin someone out um and all that kind of stuff so that's like the i suppose pure racing server that we sometimes go on although there is people that still end up like getting wrecked just because when there's 24 people on there's going to be inevitably some kind of carnage that happens um and then there's there's two variants that we sometimes play there's one that's called dirty dirty noobs um uh, which basically means <laughs> dirty um, noobs. yeah uh, it basically means <laughs> okay. like all like no rules basically do what you want um but the damage um the the so there's different levels of, of, um, of damage that you can do. So there's one that's set normal. So that's like if you bump into someone, you might do one or two points of damage out of 100, because every car's got like a, a hundreds um, health basically. Yeah. So normal's like you can tussle and it won't be too bad. If you get into a really bad wreck, you might lose half health, but you should still be kind of fine. Um, but it's, it's like anything goes so like some some guy could be in a, a massive school bus going backwards on the track because they are um the devils of uh, of the world and ruin people's fun um and there's another one that's called dirty bros where the, now the damage is realistic so if you do in a crash you will end up getting like wrecked You'll just have to spectate the rest, <laughs> rest of the uh, remaining laps that are left. So, um, it's fun. Uh, I, I was, I was, jolly fun night. Well, my usual one on PC is the Deep Rock Galactic. So again, it's just kind of how I described previously. Players are dwarf. Four different classes. You can be um, driller, gunner, scout, or engineer. Sorry. And they all have their different uh, abilities and whatnot, and what you need to do with them. Uh, and that's just fun, it's just shooting bugs and mining for materials. Uh, every now and then it's actually quite relaxing until a swarm comes in and then it's just like panic stations. Um, so that's always fun. Um, and then uh, console size stuff, still going through Fallout 76, um, still enjoying it I'm um, level.
1: Fifty-eight now, I think. Bloody night. We're not playing with you anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, yeah, I've, I've got to the point now where um, I can wear pretty much every kind of type of power armor. Um, although I don't have every type of power armor. Um, and I think there's like the, the the level gap is kind of now kind of stuck at 50 so like some enemies now actually are stuck at certain levels so i can be higher than them and they not be too much of a problem so stuff like um mole rats are stuck at 30 which i didn't realize until i got to 50 for some reason um some of the scorched enemies as well are stuck at 50 but there's still a good number of enemies that are still scaling with me um so stuff like the moth man which is Essentially just a massive moth, who is incredibly dangerous, um, is still levelling with me. Um, Deathclaw still levelling with me, so they're still a pain. Um, and some some enemies here and there still still high. I've still not yet took on what's called a Scorched Beast, which seems to be just a massive fire bat. Um, in the levels. That sounds frightening. Yeah, so there's there's certain areas in in the in the map that are called fissure sites, and if you get close to them, you activate like an event which essentially brings on these scorched beasts. And you know, tend up, like firing it basically. Um, although, funny enough, so sometimes they're already flying around in the air before you get there, or they might be in different areas. I was I was watching. Uh, I got to one place that was like a an old like um, on rails tube train thing. I, like, got to the top of it. And I started watching this fight between, like, a couple of super mutants with the Scorched Beast, which was quite fun. This um, <laughs> NPCs just having a fight randomly. It's kind of cool. Um, one one devious thing actually happened in it that I didn't realise could be done. Um, so you can create your own camp, which then you can, like, basically build up a massive structure of basically whatever and decorate it with all sorts and stuff, um, but I use it just to bring resources back whenever we need to in that. Um, I can't remember what I was doing, I think it was, I, I was just randomly just walking to the next location I need to be, and this guy randomly um, invited me to like to a party. I was like, oh, what's he invited me for? So I checked on the map where he was, he was at my camp. Um, I was like, okay, and it was like, and my camp was not um, made public, so he must have just randomly come across it and um, just decided to invite me. I Was like, okay, I suppose I'll accept. Maybe we'll do stuff together or something. Um, so I accepted it, and then like I fast traveled over to my camp. And like as as I was getting there, so you, when you when you fast travel to your camp, you don't you're not inside. You can be like a, a distance away, but you just walk to it. Um, as I was coming to it, I started seeing lasers flying out of my camp. I was like, hey, what's going on here? Oh, what's, what's he doing?
0: Some <laughs> skill going down.
2: Yeah, some sort of disco going. So I got into the camp and um, basically it somehow like destroyed one of my walls and the weapons workbench that I had. So I was just like, right, okay. Okay random but sure. I was, so I just, I, like, I ended up just like quitting out of the game basically and just like left it at that point. But like the next time I came back to my game I'd spawned and my camp had disappeared, it was gone. I was like what's happened here? And I didn't, I didn't catch into it at the, at the time but I realized it just somehow also destroyed my camp machine so I basically didn't have a camp in the world anymore. So I had to, like, replace it down. But then, so what you build in in the world as well is saved in a blueprint, so you can get back your entire structure. But I placed my camp in, like, a different area to where it was originally. So I tried to, I couldn't basically replace back what I'd done. So I had to, like, find a new location and build from scratch again, which is annoying. I think, think that's a little exploit that he'd uh, he'd somehow. Appeared on there, you must have. If you're in a park with someone, you can suddenly do damage to someone's structure or something. I don't know, it was a bit devious, and I was not impressed. But
1: did you have to pay to build it all back up again? Or
2: no, it, it so well, when I put my camp down again, trying to rebuild it, I could put it down for free because it acted as though I didn't have a camp again, so it was like, ah, a right. But when I put it down and tried to rebuild, and I couldn't do it, um, you do have to pay a number of caps to essentially replace your camp machine. It's not a lot of caps; it was some like forty caps. So at that point, I had like a couple of thousand, so which is still actually <laughs> nothing not to me change. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of thousand is still nothing, like compared to some some people that are playing the game that are like level a thousand.
1: Maybe to you. To right. me and Nath, it's... Towards level sevens? Yeah. Well, that's, you, a lot of, guys, that's
2: a lot of money. Well, yeah. The only thing that I've, I've been playing uh, that I've been trying to get back into is Fortnite. How's it been going?
1: Mark's <laughs> uh, switched off?
2: Yeah, Mark's <laughs> switched off. First few games was terrible. But that's because... Are well, um, you playing so, solos, or...? I try and play a mixture. Like, sometimes I'll, I'll do the team number ones. But what, what I'm trying to do, because, like, um, I don't know, I think it was introduced in, like, season two or something, is that you've got, like, quests now. So there's, like, you can do additional stuff in the game and not just be always going for, like, the, the team, uh, the, the Battle Royale victory sort of thing. So they made these new quests available now um, for unlocking Superman. Hmm. Um. So it's, like... You have to, you have to visit, uh, in in the game, there's there's three locations that either Clark Kent, Beast Boy, or an armored Batman is, and you have to accept quests from them. And when you accept the quest, you've got like an hour to essentially complete those quests. And When you do, you start unlocking bits for, to eventually get around Superman, basically.
3: Um,
2: so I've been trying to do that, and every time I try and do that, then I end up getting... Absolutely destroyed by some I don't know twelve year old who builds an entire fortress and I'm there still trying to shoot down the one
1: block. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to put a wall up.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm like I put one wall up and then I'm like shooting them around it and I'm like, please stop building. <laughs> um But I, I I think I mainly came back because they released the Street Fighter 2 pack. So mm-hmm. one of my favorite characters from Street Fighter is in a Kami, So Try so to get that and then just start cannon spiking everyone. Which is her emote in the game. You can also get Guile as well, um, in it. And I think actually when I first no, when I first came back they had that um Ariana Grande concert thing. That was Oh pretty... yeah.
1: I saw that, yeah, it was pretty trippy, weren't it?
2: Yeah. The, the... I'd probably give a lot of rubbish to Fortnite for being as popular as it is and how I like, I don't really like the whole building mechanic of, of the Balrair stuff but I will I will kind of give credit to Epic that whenever they do these like crossover things they do do them like better than than probably anyone else that does these crossover stuff they do do pretty pretty good stuff like, I kind of wish I'd played during the whole Marvel season that they had where they had all the Marvel yeah.
1: characters and that yeah that was pretty cool because you could like when you were up in crates you could get certain um weapons and things from different characters like you could get yeah
3: um, yeah um, Captain
1: america's shield yeah, um, um iron, man's, iron like, man's like um also yeah
2: Can stuff um things like thor's hammer and yeah you
1: could get like, like dr doom's powers as well yeah um, which and there's cool. like wolverine's claws at some point
2: yeah as well. yeah um they do do th- that kind of stuff pretty well and the um grande concert was, was pretty good. Very trippy. I did like the bit where like the Storm King come up and you had to like shoot him on the plane try yeah. be, like I don't know if you got anything for having the highest score or anything. Like I I, did don't, have... I
1: don't think so no. Did you go through all those rings at the end to get the XP?
2: I did, yeah. I went through all the rings. And then once there weren't any rings, I just ended up just flying around for a bit. I was like, yeah. do I am I meant to leave now or am I meant to like is it the last one survives? I don't know. <laughs> But um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying Fortnite um, this time round. And I just need some help on, on getting some of these quests done so people don't interrupt me. I'm trying to do the quests. But that's me. That's what I've been playing.
0: Shall we move on to the Video Game Hall of Fame?
2: Yes. Yes, we shall.
0: So this is where we take an in-depth look at a game of high quality or historical importance and induct it into our of games we feel deserve special recognition. I inducted this episode, it was first released in 2020 for Windows PC and recently got released on the Xbox Series X and S, developed by Asobo Studio and published by Xbox Game Studios. It's Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is one that you and I, Nathan, have been very much looking forward to.
1: Yeah. Well, so cool I, Xbox, anyway. When I when I decided to get the Series X, this was one of the games that kind of clinched me getting this console because I just wanted to play this so badly.
0: I did, I did mention that when it came out originally on the PC, I did try and buy it mm. on Steam. And then it wouldn't install. It, my PC clearly wasn't powerful enough. PC Master Race and all that. <laughs> Not very good. Uh, and I even bought the deluxe edition of it. Really? Oh, no. So it was like, 500 quid or something. <laughs> but, but yeah, so that it didn't work. And I'm like, oh, no. So yeah, I was just waiting for this Xbox release. If you don't understand what clearly this is, if you, don't, if you can't work it out from the title, <laughs> it's a simulation game where you, you pick a plane and then you can fly anywhere in the world. Yeah. And I mean anywhere in the world.
1: Yeah, it's really impressive that they might have rendered the entire Earth it's just absolutely staggering, and then to get that put on console is
0: just something else. Yes, yeah, so it uses data from Bing Maps mm. and an AI system called Azure to replicate and render the entire planet. Yeah, it's really quite astonishing.
1: It is. So when you start the game, you actually get two options because you can have like live weather and stuff, so you can choose yes. whether to select that or not. If it's like the other option. It's a bit less intensive on your internet connection, so if you've not got a very good internet connection, choose the lesser just to get the best experience for
0: yeah, you. Yeah, it's probably the one thing about it. It will take a significant chunk of your internet. Well, you mentioned the entire planet, so yeah, it's going to happen, isn't it? Uh, did you find your house on it?
1: Um, I crashed close to my house. Oh, okay. Like... That's, that's near enough. Not probably. land would crash, okay. Yeah, so the, when I first got into it, the first thing I did, um, I looked through the menu, so um, there's a few things you can do. So there's like training you can do, there's landing exercises, experiences, or there's like a free flight where you can select where you want to fly from and to, and then you can choose your plane and all that good stuff. Um, but the first thing I did, I went straight into the experiences, clicked Egypt, and I went to go and fly over the um, pyramids.
0: Yeah.
1: I did that. It was very nice, isn't it? Mm, yeah.
0: Is it during like uh, the sunset?
1: Is yeah. 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 And then I thought, well, after I got over the pyramids, I, I like circle back around to go and I look at the Sphinx and everything. Mm. And then I found myself just carrying on to go and explore Cairo. Yeah. Um, funnily enough, I was like, just to see what's there really. Cause what is good about it is that it gives you like these little dots in the distance. So there's always something for you to think, Oh, what's over there? Yeah. Um, so it just it does keep you going um, from that. But I was just staggered by just how great it, it looked. Um, I mean, I will admit I'm not got the best internet, so some of the buildings didn't render properly in some bits, and that did break the immersion slightly. But that's more to do with my connection than the game. That's not a critique. Um, but yeah, the bit that it did load and it just looked absolutely fantastic, and I, I can't fault it at all. Um, one thing I would like to see, is if they could ever make it happen, is like a VR version. So I think that'd be amazing to do something like that.
0: I think they had that on PC, didn't they? Mm. As a yeah. VR but it's Xbox, isn't it? So VR probably not going to happen anytime soon.
1: No, no. <laughs> Maybe one day, hopefully. Um, what did you do, Mark?
0: Uh, well, actually, I actually, you know, I try to. I like to try and make these, you know, my old little travels. So you heard of the, um, you've heard of the seven wonders of the ancient world, haven't you? Yeah, which obviously the, the Pyramid of Giza is one, and it's the only one still in existence. But in 2007, there was a campaign to find seven new wonders of the world, so ones that exist in the modern age. So I thought, right, it'd be nice if we just went around and try and find it, find all these. Mm. And uh, obviously, the pyramids was like an honorary addition to that because, as I say, it was the only one that still exists for the previous ones. So I went to Peru. To try and find Machu Picchu Now if you Uh, don't know what Machu Picchu is It's like an ancient ruin in the mountains Of Peru which was lost for Many generations and then rediscovered Made by the Incas Uh, But I went there and it was just flat It hasn't been been rendered So I found it I thought, Oh oh, no no, this this is not a good start But I found it anyway at least And then then I tried to find the Great Wall of China And astonishingly I couldn't Find it or recognize it. Oh,
1: right.
0: Really? Wow. Well, I, I don't know if it was like because it maybe I hadn't read, because it's just a long wall. Maybe I hadn't, maybe it just looked like a road. I yeah. don't know. So I couldn't, he, he wasn't popping up. Well, you found pop, the
2: flat wall of China.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the great know, road of China. Yeah, the great <laughs> yeah. road of China. So I couldn't see that. I thought, right, that's that's two down that I can't find. And I'm I beginning to get slightly disappointed here. And then I went to Petra in Jordan. Nah. No. Petra is have you seen Indiana Jones and the last crusade? Yeah. Yeah. So basically the Petra is the facade on the front of where the temple was where the they found the holy grail. That, oh yes. That facade that that's Petra in Jordan. Went to find that it's just a ge- randomly generated house in the middle of the desert. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like okay okay. Uh
3: but then, I went really to the, is.
0: <laughs> but then I started going to the other four and I found the other four, thankfully. So there was the, oh. the Chichen Itza in Mexico, which is basically just like a, it's a bit like a pyramid, but it's like a stepped pyramid thing. Okay. uh The Colosseum in Rome, that yeah. that looks very yeah. nice. Go and see that one. That looks really nice. uh Taj Mahal, that looks Taj lovely Mahal. as well. They've done that yeah. really well. And Christ the Redeemer, in uh, Rio de Janeiro. Which is one of the discovery flights as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's
1: one of those. Yeah,
0: but yeah, they all look very nice. And I know it sounded like I was sort of like slating the game in regards to that those other ones that weren't there. But basically, what what they've done in game is that they've they are every have you done Have you downloaded the free updates?
1: Um, do you have to actively find them to download them or do yes. they automatically? Yes, yes. All right, know. if that's in, the case, the then store. I'm not I'm not done that yet. No.
0: So basically, they, over time, they they release. Updates of like they pick a certain place in the world, Mm -hmm. like say Japan, and then they update it so then they properly render some of the like landmarks, yeah, properly. And they've done that with a lot of places. So I'd urge you to go and download all them,
1: yeah. I'll make sure I get that done definitely because I want to have the best experience when I so
0: I think, as I say, I I think I was slagging it off that that these things weren't there, but I think over time, as these more points of interest become rendered properly Mm -hmm. through updates. I'm sure it'll improve. But I did find one funny thing. So as I went to, um, I was flying around San Francisco. It was Discovery flies And I left the city. And it came to just this big long bridge that was going across the water. And then it just stopped in the middle of the water. But the cars were still driving along the water. It's <laughs> like, not sure about that bit. But yeah, really lovely. I really enjoyed doing that. But I think we're just going to wait for those other ones. Have you bought any, uh, any extras? No, I've
1: not. I've just got the the base package.
0: I thought, so I, I decided to buy the Eurofighter Typhoon. How much are they? Does it vary, or is it's, it
1: like a flat rate?
0: Well, that was 16 quid. Wow. Yeah. it will
1: be but a I dedicated I,
2: flight simulator. Well, I just wanted
0: to... <laughs> all I want to know, well, it's, it's it's the only, like, max speed aircraft you can get at the moment, I think. Mm. So I went flying around uh, Aluru or more commonly known as Ayers Rock in Australia. That was very pretty. Is there any real famous landmarks you went round?
1: Well, um, one thing I did try to do, um, bar going to Egypt, I went to New York and went and saw the World Trade Centre. Yeah, that's very um, nice. Yeah, went to Naples and flew around there, Bali, um, just basically loads of different places. Um, flew over Sheffield, our yep, local I did city. That. Yep. Um yeah that, that was good i didn't know there's actually an airfield in drumfield um and i actually googled it and it's actually there so i was pretty impressed by that um so yeah i set off from drumfield and then i fly up through the south of the city and um found um, i found where i work i found my house well i crashed near my house um that's one thing i wish that Sometimes the pace would be slowed down a bit, so you could take it a bit more. If you're trying to look for a particular building, it'd be nice to maybe slow it down by half, maybe, mm. um, just so I, you can take it in a bit more. Um, well, so I flown past. <laughs> did you do any of the training exercises? Um, yeah, so I did. Um, I did the first one. Do you know where it, t- it teaches you like where to move the camera to and um, yeah. all that kind of stuff? I did the second one uh, where. It basically, it's basically you getting the plane from the hangar onto the t- runway. Anyway, I kept overshooting where they wanted the plane to stop. Um, so I tried that a few times, got annoyed, and then I'm like, now, sod this. Um, <laughs> and gave up on the Tony's train. Two landed. Yeah, that's it. Uh, t- to be honest, all I ever do is I'll fly around a place and then I'll just crash the plane into the ground at some point when I get bored. <laughs>
0: Never become a pilot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, don't think no. it's my forte. Um, I like the flying around bit. That's great.
0: Yeah, I, I did the, all the trading exercises, but one of them like confused me a bit because there's one way you, you have to start recognising landmarks and following landmarks, so you're doing it visually. And I had to go and follow a road, and then that took me over a golf course, and then from there I had to go to a, uh, another airstrip, land, and then I had to do the return journey. But on that first trip, it was like giving me guidance. Mm-hmm. The return trip, I had to work it out myself. So I, I set off. And I turned. Uh, obviously, I saw this road and I turned to follow it. And I was going for like for a few minutes. of thinking, I don't think this is the right way, you know, because mm-hmm. it was taking quite a while, I, and there was no pop-ups or anything telling me I was yeah. on the right way out. So I thought, like, right, I'll just I'll turn back and I'll go the other way and follow the road again. So then I did that. And I went past back the airfield that I just come off. And then suddenly it got to a a town and the road started diverting. I'm like, no, this can't be the right way. (laughs) Oh, no, I've lost. (laughs) So then I turned back round I went back the way I originally went anyway. Mm. I thought, right, I'll just stay the course. Eventually I found it like seven minutes later. But it's like I wasted so much time just messing about going left and right there. So I eventually found my way. Yeah, there was one where you're trying to land like a Boeing or an Airbus or something. And I just kept overshooting and landing in the water. <laughs> because, uh, for some reason, like, I, I sort of forgot how to kill the engines. And I've not, I have I don't know if you've done this, but I've noticed that I've been playing it as... I've been doing controls as if I'm playing GTA. And I've been holding, I've been holding R2. Yeah, I'm a bit like flaps.
1: that. Yeah, that's it. So you're I'm just one, swapping from right yeah. to left so sometimes so when you're
0: doing... I'm thinking, why on earth am I pulling to the right? What am I doing? And then I realised, hmm. oh, yeah. You don't actually do acceleration with R2 or right trigger, shall I say.
1: Yeah, one thing I did do on it, um, I um, I flew to Iceland and found the hotel uh, where, where we stayed when I went a few years ago. That was pretty cool. Didn't it and look then, accurate? um accurate? Uh, pretty accurate, yeah. Yeah, it was a building. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a start, I guess. Well, um, as as it's a building. One thing I like, because, well, as you know, I crash quite frequently, is when I crash, there's cars that like go through the plane, and they're not—they've not got wheels or anything. It's just like little model things that just like float on the ground, which is pretty weird. Um, well, you not
0: I don't think you're supposed to see them from that close up, though, are you? I know, I know.
1: <laughs> it's
0: um, it's, it's it's cool though. There's one thing I did—I I, I spun the globe, and it was in the middle of like the night side of the globe. And I just yeah. picked up I picked a random spot and just spawned there and I was in my I little... think
1: it does that um if you've like if you choose like an island that's so small that you can't um start a well, start a flight from there it'll just spawn you in the air randomly
0: yeah. so but I must have been over the ocean and uh, there was nothing around me nothing no lights nothing I couldn't see anything it's and scary all, all I could see was just the lights <laughs> yeah. flashing on my plane. It was terrifying. I'm, <laughs> just the sound of the engines in, like, in my headphones and just like nothing else and just seeing nothing. I just thought, yeah. I, I, I can't carry on like this. I'm going to. Because it wasn't like, I couldn't have an autopilot because I was in my Cessna. You know, you don't mm-hmm. have that sort of business. But oh no, that was terrifying. But <laughs> I, I want to make a proper flight though. I want to make a proper long haul flight. Yeah. Oh
3: yeah. Because
0: I'd like to fly from Heathrow to Tokyo. Which is about twelve hours, so I'd like to make a proper day of it. Yeah, maybe 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 call me a nerd, but
2: how um how realistic are are the flights? So if you if you say you did like a fly from Heathrow to Paris or something, would it be? Is it like a real time? It would actually take you that long.
1: Yeah, it's real time. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'm hoping there'll be like a Concorde download that you can do at some point so you can go a bit faster.
0: (laughs) I was going to mention this, but um, I think some third party is trying to make a Concorde. would quite like to have Concorde in it, even though it's not in existence anymore. Yeah. Mm.
3: That'd
0: be good. But I'm also wanting helicopters. Yeah, that'd be
1: pretty cool as well, yeah.
0: I'd look into this, and apparently that's coming next year. They are going to introduce helicopters. Oh, that'd be cool. So I look forward to that. Because I think that'll be easier for sightseeing like in a can city. Yeah, definitely. Be yeah, because you can do more
1: hovering in a helicopter, can't you? Yeah. So yeah, that'd be good.
0: So going around yeah. London looking in a helicopter, I think it'd be nice. Mm. How that'd many
2: definitely... um how many different sort of uh models have they got in the game? Um I'd say
0: there's about thirty. Yeah, thirty something like that, yeah. Thirty, thirty five. Pretty pretty decent array. You know, as you mm. say, you've got your you got your airliners, you've got your small micro lights, your sensors, you know, well. I don't know much about planes, but there are various different types.
1: I um, yeah, yeah. I flew with in like an aqua plane. You're know, the ones that can like land on the water. Oh, with the pontoons. Oh, the dodos. Yeah. And I tried. to And I landing on amb- the water, and the second <laughs> I touched down, it just went black. <laughs> you crashed well, it. You crashed. Like, it. <laughs> no, I didn't crash it. I,
2: I no, was no, really no. careful.
1: This is GTA rules. You crashed it's it. <laughs> I didn't crash it. It should have like skidded across the water and been
0: all good and but been all was... graceful.
1: Yeah, it just. Are not was...
0: <laughs> that was pretty funny. I went to um, I tried to find some interesting places. So what I've been doing is I've been going on like just random sites of finding coordinates of places mm. because there's some places that aren't labelled as places of interest. If the, if the if the places of interest, you'll be able to search for them in game, can't you? Yeah. But some just. Aren't because they've just not been done yet. And I went to find uh, Area Fifty
1: One.
0: No. I thought, where, where are them aliens at? It and turns they got out a knock at the door. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it turns out you can actually just fly from Area Fifty One. You can just, you can oh. just use it as a runway. <laughs> so, what? well, it's a military base, isn't it? So, makes sense, I guess. But I wasn't expecting that. It will be the real Area Fifty One, though, will it? it well, do you know what it's actually called? It's called what? Homey.
1: Homie.
0: Yeah, Homie. H o m e y. That's his official name. But yeah, and then I flew over the um, in is it Nevada? No, not Nevada. Where was it? I can't remember. But the, do you know the giant meteor crater? Yeah, one of the deserts in America. I can't remember. Oh. Can't remember yeah, before.
2: is the one in the in the Thor film that they use?
0: Probably. I
1: think.
0: But yeah, flew over that. That looks quite impressive. Hmm. It's huge.
1: i think that's the best bit you know when you fly over something with real scale yeah you you, you could and you just take it in it's it's fantastic i want sorry to interject just one thing i did try and find was meadow hall and uh, meadow hall was just a flat green thing because it had not rendered properly so that was a bit annoying
0: well i remember when it launched on pc to begin with um people were going out about buckingham palace weren't they? Has that um, that been rendered as just a bunch of office blocks?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I've looked at it in game now, and it, it is they've probably it is rendered it. it now.
1: But yeah, that's good. At least they've sorted that out. But again, like when, when we can do helicopters and stuff, that would be another good thing to um, to go and see.
0: Because then you can make your own air tours. Yeah. Pretend you've got like, cool. yeah, land. Pretend you've got passengers getting on, and they just go about sightseeing tours. Again, this is me being a nerd. There's just like so many places that you just want to go and visit. Isn't
1: there? Yeah, I mean the possibilities are nearly endless. Yeah, and the amount of time that you can sink into it, just exploring things, mm. is is insane. Mm. But yeah, it, it is a fantastic game. It's just so relaxing. Like you can start somewhere, go and see, and then you you just go off on a tangent from there. Really, you don't you don't realize it's happening. I don't anyway I like I like oh yeah I'll go and see Pyramids and then 25 minutes later I'm flying off somewhere else that I didn't even realise I wanted to go to (laughs) so but it is is a great game
0: so I'll just finish with one thing so I was doing so these Discovery flights that we mentioned um, there's one in Bora Bora isn't
1: there
0: yeah and I went on this Discovery flight and you know it looks absolutely gorgeous you know it's got Turquoise blue ocean, white sandy beach, lush greenery, and all that. And in the background, in these Discovery flights, it plays like this music, doesn't it? I don't -hmm. know if you noticed, it's got like this gentle but sort of awe inspiring music. And whilst I was doing this flight, uh, something quite strange happened. Um, I ended up feeling rather moved, and I have felt a bit something quite profound whilst I was doing it. I mean, I don't want to get into politics about everything, uh, but we live in a time where climate change is a real thing. Mm. And we have things like wildfires and polar regions melting and sea levels rising, deforestation, all this sort of stuff.
3: Yeah.
0: And it's all caused by how badly us as humans treat the planet. And so I was flying there, looking at this like amazing scenery, and just thinking how eloquently it illustrates how lucky we are. That well, that we, we have, can
1: actually see this now—that we have this—and
0: mm. to have this beauty in the, and all the things that this planet does for us—and yet, as humans, we take it for granted. I think it's fair to say. Um, yeah. And if we keep going the way we do, things like this, what I'm witnessing in game, might not be here for future generations.
1: I mean, well, that's because it, because it's at such a low um, sea level that even if the Sea level rises half a meter, then that's that place gone.
0: And I don't, I don't think a game, as I mean, obviously I felt emotions from games before, because we've spoken about them many times in terms of like mm. plots and stories, etc. Yeah. But I don't think any game has made me think about the real world as much as this did in that moment. It was really mm. quite something. I don't, I don't know what triggered it really, but it just something just hit me, and I just had this sudden feeling that. We need to do more for this planet, because look what we have, what we could lose, mm. all of this, and I don't know. I, I I thought it was quite important that we have this to remind us of what we have. It was weird. It's
1: really yeah. weird. I mean, for me, I didn't take it in at that level. Um, I just thought, yeah, that you just said, look nice. at that cool thing. I could carry on. Yeah. That's <laughs> pretty... No, but
0: when you fly around cities and all that, yeah, that's when you, when you see man-made stuff, you think, yeah, th- this is what humanity could do. What well, is great, but then when you just see like the natural mm. landscapes, mm. that's that's when it really affects me. It's like when I went around uh, Everest as well. That is similar a you. Oh,
2: is is
0: uh, Mount Everest there? Well, the one out walls yeah. there, so yeah, Everest is there. Oh,
2: yeah. I mean, <laughs> I suppose the, like, yeah, how how um, accurate yeah, was was
0: it? Well, I've not climbed it myself, but it's. <laughs> I think it, I think it's fairly accurate. Oh come on, it's, it's one of the discovery flights, so I imagine they have done it quite well. <laughs> Because all the discovery flights, they are pretty accurate, aren't they?
1: Yeah, they, they are. Yeah. Any, it's, not like... it's only if you go like off the beaten track that you, then at that point you might start coming across some things that are not 100% accurate, but they are very accurate.
0: And, like Christ the any, Redeemer like, and
2: any like frozen bodies
0: there were they? Frozen bodies. <laughs> uh, I didn't know it's it. Nope. But, you, know, you never know. You never know. I've not seen any animals yet though
1: no that's that's one thing um that i've missed because unlike other trailers and stuff you can go over like um africa and see like groups of like buffalo and and whatnot and i've yeah i've, that, I've not um, seen anything
0: yet i've noticed on the point of interest it does have some i think in america it did mention like i don't know if it was buffalo or bad, some animals it did say like a point of interest was somewhere where you could find animals so maybe that's Mm. What well, you have to do, you have to find these points of interest. Maybe they yeah. just don't appear. I'd still like to go to the um, the Arctic, though, or the Antarctic. Oh yeah, that'd,
1: that'd be, be interesting. Ooh, wow. Yeah.
0: I want to see if that's well. I'll say it rendered properly, but I don't know. I don't know, know what it's <laughs> supposed to look <be> like. So <laughs> yeah,
2: just just be... seeing polar bears walking around, penguins. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Yeah. yeah.
0: That'd be great. That. I mean, I, I truly think it's a landmark game, though, isn't it? Yeah. Just the just the technology involved.
1: Yeah.
0: How it's managed to just generate this entire
1: world yeah i mean if you've not got series x then this is one of the reasons to get one
0: yeah the fact Definitely. that to get to get this on console is astonishing so there we have it microsoft flight simulator into the video game hall of fame if you enjoyed listening to us please consider tuning in next time we release by weekly and tuesdays you can visit our website at Jokerdolphin.com, where we post the hall of fame also feel free to follow us on all social media platforms to continue the conversation you can find joker Dolphin on youtube and facebook as well as on Instagram and Twitter at Joking Dolphin. Until next time, thanks for listening. Goodbye.
2: Take care everyone.
1: Bye-bye.
0: you have on your waffles, Nathan?
1: Just butter. Keeping it standard. Yeah.
0: I don't think I've ever had butter on a waffle.
1: It was like a battery waffle, not like the potato ones we got when we were kids. Just to confirm. Anyway.
0: Right. <laughs> That's uh, the well, point I still sounds. Like... <laughs> right.
1: I didn't know you could do them in in a toaster. The potato waffles
0: they're flat, aren't
1: they? It's just whack yeah. It but you, the free—it's freezer fodder. I didn't realize you could you, you could just whack it in toaster and cook them. That's incredible. Oh, you you haven't <laughs>
0: lived, mate. you only just. <laughs> lived I know. I, I, I'm living
1: in 1963, and everyone's living in 2021. Cooking toaster. I'm there slaving away for 18 minutes when it could have been done in four. Yeah. Do you know what I had? What did you have?
0: Cheesy hash browns.
1: That sounds amazing.
0: Food of the gods. Mm.
1: We did have uh, breakfast sandwiches yesterday and um, whacked a couple of hash browns in there as well. So it's always good. Yeah, but where the cheeser? No. They were inferior hash browns, Mark, I've got to admit. <laughs> yeah, well.
0: Better look next time. <laughs> mm. I'll have to find them. But the are long on the thing. Quite weird. They're not like the standard what? hash brown shape. Imagine a imagine fish finger, but fat. Right. That's kind of what it looked like. That's not hash brown. Yeah, gonna yeah
2: say,
0: but what, what was inside the like like hash
1: brown. That's more like a big potato croquette, I'd say.
0: <sighs> <sighs> mm. <laughs> no, I remember potato croquettes from school. Hated them. Nothing like them. It was fluffy inside, wasn't it? Because
1: the school like board probably school.
0: And it was bread from, wasn't it?
1: The only thing I liked at school was the jelly. Is that it? Did you not like that pink custard that they used to give you? That
2: was be. Uh, oh yeah, I suppose yeah, that was alright.
0: That was fine. It was semolina.
1: Is that what it was?
0: Well, it's something like that. It was like a bowl of sludge. Yeah,
1: it sounds like it's got thought eighty-six thought you just kinds of like preservatives a a virus then or something. <laughs> it, something. You said a e- bowl of
0: Oh dear me. Semolina. They, they got those design um, yeah, they got those dessert cones as well. Which had a bit of creamy top, but it was just mostly just air. Yeah. I
3: remember
0: that. Like like a sort of like a seashell kinda of spiral thing. It's just got a bit of creamy top. Or oh, maybe a bit of jam as well. But the inside was just air. <laughs> just the worst
1: burn. one felt like most people were rice pudding. Like, some people liked it, but most people hated it. Uh, that's what we found, anyway.
0: That's a semolina for me.
1: We'll have to the top of the pod.
0: S- semolina. Best school food. Semolina was basically like wallpaper paste. That's as close as I can describe it. Oh, the memories.
1: Before Jeremy Oliver came in and changed it all. Back when we could have chips.
0: Turkey twizzlers.
1: Oh, my God. Scrappy Doo's
0: dead. Scrappy Doo's dead?
1: Yeah. In universe. In the Scooby Doo universe. Is it Scooby Doo? What it? happened? Scrappy Doo has been found <laughs> dead in Miami. In Miami, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. That's from the author. That's from the author? Yeah, Scrappy Doo died in Miami. The What, um, what oh, was it?
0: Cocaine overdose. Over what was it? Was it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, so there was an episode. Like
2: called, a Dark- face moment. Yeah.
1: called Darkly Dreaming.
0: Sailors, yeah, no, My Little Friend. Um Up Scooby. <laughs> put it away, do-do. put it away. That's what
2: Scooby Doo said, wasn't
0: it? Say my, yeah, my little friend. Say My Little Friend and a through Scrappy <laughs> Doo.
1: Poor guy. Poor little guy. Sorry,
0: I'm not
3: sure. Shut up, Alexa. <laughs> <laughs>